What's up guys and welcome back to this episode of the Road to Redemption podcast. It is in fact your boy Cam and we are in this bitch. What's happening? Uh, what the heck is going on? Okay, let's get into it. Jump right in. Because for those of you on YouTube, you just saw the ads. For everybody just listening, guess what? You didn't. Because for some reason, my microphone didn't record it. So only the video ads are going to get it. I'm going to try to pull the audio. You know, if all the links are the same um, from the previous episodes. Sorry that the audio got messed up. I literally lost a five-minute segment. But we're going to move past it, right? We're going to breathe in the good, push out the bad, right? Right? No, we're not. We're talking gossip. Gossip. Jesse Smollett, right? He got off. Um, they, they called an emergency court uh, hearing for him, and all charges were dropped. And the chief of police in Chicago was pissed. The prosecuting attorney is the only one defending the decision. And Trump has the FBI investigating why he was brought off. Which is obviously going to piss off everyone because he's fighting so hard to get a gay black man locked up. So it's going to be wrong that he's doing it. I mean, he's in a win, you know, can't win for losing kind of state, but... He's got an election coming up. So the people that don't fucking like him, fine. They're not going to like him. The people that do like him, he's got to do what they're going to want him to do. So, you know, hey, I think, yes, it's fucking Justice Smollett did it. Of course he fucking did it. Of course he did it. I mean, they had all the evidence. They presented it. They were going to fucking fry him. He got a really good lawyer that either, you know... Fox District Attorneys or something, you know, I don't know, or has the pool, whatever that is. Uh, he had a really good fucking lawyer and somehow got all the charges dropped. That's more like some blackmail type shit. When someone got some blackmail on you, when she, well, I think his attorney is that woman that stood with him in court, because that's usually how fucking attorneys do. Um, <laughs> separate. Separate story of when my lawyer showed up to get me out of jail and he was wearing jeans and a fucking Nashville Predators t-shirt. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the lady that was standing next to her in court, I assumed was her lawyer, and, um, or was his lawyer, I called him a her. It's Jesse Smollett's lawyer. Look at that. I just tore my lighter up. Motherfuckers. Yeah, and I, she's got to be powerful in some way, so... Maybe she does have blackmail on somebody. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. Justice going to walk. Oh, yeah, no. I didn't tell you that yet. Yeah, I wanted... We had a setup. Yeah, Justice going to... He's going to have his own sitcom. Yeah, by the end of the month, actually. We've already... You know, contracts and everything. But, yeah. He's going to get paid now. Even though he... Yeah, 1,000% faked all this. It's... What are we doing? Honestly, what are we doing? Like... I don't know. I, I honestly don't know how I feel about it. It's I obviously he did it. He deserves to go to jail. Guess what? Not gonna. He's gonna go do Broadway for a while, and then he'll probably do whatever. And we won't hear from him until around Christmas time. His name will pop up again for one reason or the other. 
I try not to get so invested in things. Frankly, just don't give a fuck. Don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. Um, yeah. The the Jesse Smollett story, a lot of people keep asking me about like politics, too. Like, well, what, what about the Mueller report? Don't know what it said. I, I, from the, everything that I see, which I understand is pretty biased towards the conservative side because I watch Fox News at work all day, but everything that I saw said that, that you know there was no known collusion with Trump, um, but then I saw one article that says just because there was no known collusion doesn't mean that Trump's off scot-free. So, you know, I don't, I don't fucking know. It, it's, it's the stuff that I don't choose to focus my energy on that stuff. When I choose to focus my energy on what's best for me and my family and what I can directly control. Now, look, if I'm ever sitting in the room with the president of the United States, yeah, I'm going to have some advice. He can take it or don't. But while I have other moves to make here on the level that I'm at, I'm just trying to control my own. You know, I've, I've, I don't remember what movie it was, but it was, there's a quote that says, tend to the part of the garden you can reach. You know, don't, don't worry about the part of the garden that's back tucked in the corner by the fence. Tend to the part of the garden right now that you can reach. Deal with the rest of it when you get there. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of where we are with any... It used to be like political issues, but everything is a political issue now. That's the problem, I think. We've, we've morphed where we have civilian issues and then we have political issues and now they're intersected and it's all the way up to the highest forms of government, including the leader of the free world being our president, has sex scandal while also having business scandal while also having uh, foreign nation scandal. It's like, what are we doing here? It's America though, right? We're free because of, you know, the rights to be able to say shit and make decisions. I think we're coming to learn that our system is very broken. I think we're closer to, like, fully state-run governments than we've ever been before. I think almost dissolving the entire federal government, the only problem is, how do you distribute the military? You, you can't. You can't. We have bases all over the country and really all over the world, but if you if you said, okay, there's no more federal government, you would have to put military bases in every state and evenly distribute the military to every state. You couldn't do it. I don't know. I don't know what the force is like um, these days, but I know that they're offering like $20,000 for a four-year re-enlistment. <laughs> so, I mean, they must be getting kind of desperate, but... Like, they offered it to me, and I said, fuck off. No way. $20,000 for four more years? No. 40000 for four years, we might have had a conversation and find a way to make that shit tax-free. Maybe. 20000 for four years? Eat dicks. And you want me to go back to Cuba? No. No. Not doing it. So, you guys like that? Huh? You like how I made Jesse Smollett's life falling apart about me? I I prefer it, personally. I think I'm more interesting than a, a no-character fuck who would ever, ever try to create more hate, especially when he's a part of two groups who, have, who already deal with hate on a regular basis, the gays and black people. I mean, fuck. They don't have enough problems. They don't need, they don't need him still fucking off over there doing whatever. Um... Yeah. What are we doing?
What are we doing? Go fuck yourself, Justice Smollett. How about that? If you if you ever by some means hear this, go fuck yourself, Justice Smollett. Pretty simply put, if you if I saw you in public, I would say, "Hi, how are you?" Why? Because I'm a good fucking person. You would not, because you're a piece of shit. You're just a bad person. And guys, don't forget that. So in four years, or whatever it is, when his next project comes out, don't forget what he did. Don't fucking support it. Look how quick people turned off Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, the next day, was done. His movie was pulled. They said he made, on that Billionaire's Boys Club, which was the movie that was released most recent after his scandal, it made a hundred and twenty-six dollars on opening weekend. Not opening day, opening weekend, the movie made a hundred and twenty-six dollars. Wow. Wow. That's insanity. I mean, so again, the power of the people can control things, but you got to learn where your control is at. Your control is now in where your attention is at. What pages are you paying attention to? What shows are you paying attention to? Think of anywhere that you are now an analytic. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, all these things, right, that are constantly biting for your attention, biting for your time. Always, 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 always. That's the stuff that we're talking about. I try to avoid it, man. I try to keep it pretty pretty low-key off my fucking radar. I get on my phone when I want to interact with you guys. I get on social media when I'm posting something. Um, and obviously, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, a ton, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm very, very, very careful about what gets to me. Very careful what gets to me. Um... I know how impressionable I am. That's something that a lot of people don't pay attention to. I know that I have a very addictive personality. So there was the other day, okay? So with my cholesterol, I told you guys in the last episode, my cholesterol's high. They told me I got to go strength train, uh, do the whole thing again. You know, get back on my shit, stop eating like a pig. Quit being a fat fuck, essentially, guys, is what they told me. Um, and calm the hell down. Stop freaking out so much. It's not good for the heart. Um... But yeah, what was I saying? What was the point of me bringing up my fucking cholesterol again? I have no idea. I don't fucking know. Um, Jesus Christ, what was I saying? Good good night, Cam. Good job. Another perfect episode being a fucking space cadet. The only person who's voting for you. Okay, so we'll just move on to the point. If it comes back, it comes back. So I sat back for years and years and years, right? And I always waited for a big opportunity, right? My big break was coming. My big break was going to come. And I just had to keep doing, really, essentially nothing, working a nine-to-five job, you know, trying to put a half-ass kind of clothing line together or candle company together, something that was more centered around making more money but not really bringing a whole lot of value, right? It reminded me more of, like when those kids would bring those catalogs. It was more like a fundraiser, like charity, right? Is how it felt when I was doing the candles and the, and the clothing line because it was so clear that I was clearly an amateur. And it wasn't until about six months ago that like this podcast really started taking off. And it was because if you go back and watch the beginning videos, guys, we started very humbly. 
so I didn't know. I was stumbly, and I was I was tough to listen to, and I was like kind of like I was just a minute ago, kind of spacey and all over the place. And guys, sometimes when you do a lot of stuff like this, I've been more active, like on my Instagram, and kind of focusing over there and seeing what's if there's any hope left for it so like for the last week i've been a little more lackadaisical on this which is why like it's late stuff like that you know and i'm sorry for that i'm I'm, that's not going to happen anymore um but it's one of those things where i spent a lot of time where nobody fucking listened to this show you know nobody listened it was it was tough to listen to i didn't have a consistent theme song i'm still kind of playing with that and but you know people bought into the message and then now it's grown into what it is but that didn't happen until i realized like my podcast wasn't going to get listened to by a ton of people only by being on joe rogan i kept waiting for like i would tag him that one time when he just happened to be flipping through his app mentions and he'd go oh well you know what i got nothing to do i'll listen to this random guy and that he would then try to find a way to get me on his show What's going to happen is I want to impact people. I want everyone to hear it. That's my intention. I want everyone to hear it so that way those that need it the most can hear it, attach onto it, and then, you know, it grows to the point where, you know, it's beneficial for everyone for us to meet up and talk and stuff. And I forgot that I'm wearing this fucking shirt. (laughs) How how much do I look like I'm sucking Joe Rogan's dick right now? Um... (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so anyway, no one no one is waiting on you to be successful, right? Nobody is sitting out there going, man, if, if only this person would just ask me, would just ask me for this chance. Like Joe Rogan's not sitting at his house going, man, if only these podcasters were asking more. If these little guys coming up now were just asking more, man, I'd have more of them on my show. I'd have a Thursday special where every Thursday it's a new up-and-coming podcaster. He's not thinking that. He has a ton of other shit to do. So in your life, right, if you're not making enough money, your boss is not sitting around at waiting for you to ask him for him to pay you more money. You have to bring it up. You have to. It's important to you. It's not important to other people who aren't invested. A lot of the time we sit around, right, and we we wait on our boss to notice how hard we're working. You got to work that hard and then demand what you're worth. Yes, leaving situations is scary as fuck, guys. I've left, I've left jobs, right? I've left jobs with kids coming, kids months from being born. I left a job on a dream, on a hope that this one job would fucking come through. It would be the money that would change our lives. And guys, it got down to dire. We almost lost our house. Almost started coming late on their house payments then the job that i told my wife stick it out just wait 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 it's gonna be worth it it came through when you have those feelings inside of you that are telling you you need to change something massively in your in your routine something in what you're doing is wrong find it if you this is to the people that I'm talking to the people that aren't where they want to be in life. If your life is chill and you're here just to hang out with your boy, hey, love, love, happy for you. Seriously, love you. Fuck yeah. But some of you come here in times when things are kind of shitty. 
That's okay. That's okay. But we're we're gonna again move to a place of. I, I posted something the other night, and I'm sure some people took it wrong. And it was like, if the only card you ever pull is the uh, is the pity card, do yourself and everyone else a favor and shuff, reshuffle the fucking deck, right? There's some of us, myself included, myself included, especially a couple years back. I love love a good pity party love a good pity party you can't let me feel bad enough for me i love it and i want you to feel bad for me because i'm fragile and i'm sometimes guys seriously i'm that guy and not just when i'm sick i go through my fucking moods where i want i'm i don't feel good and i you know i i do i do that's real um and it's something that i gotta check myself on and it's one of the reasons, honestly, that I bought this shirt was because one of Joe Rogan's sayings is like, you got to kill your inner bitch. I have an inner bitch. I do. If it's not by, noticeable by this hand gesture I just made. I have an inner bitch inside of me. I don't like like this new thing I'm on. I have to relearn how to work out. It's not that I have to relearn how to do it. I'm the new guy in the gym in my head. I'm 175 pounds. I have relatively, relatively decent muscle tone. It's low currently. I'm more of a string bean like figure right now. But when I walk in that gym, right, I'm a 45-year-old 45, 45 obese man who doesn't know dick. That's how I feel. My self-confidence is low in there. It feels clunky, kind of like this podcast that I've been... I've been in a clunky mood lately. I don't know why. I just everything I'm doing, the podcast, it's the my fitness, my some of the stuff with my family. Like we just had a massive fucking win in my family, dude. We settled stuff with with my daughter. She's coming home. She's coming here to dad's house. And for those of you guys that have followed this show for a long time, you that's fucking serious. Like a year and a half ago, it was 100% supervised visitation. I couldn't even leave people's eyesight. And now she's coming home. She's going to spend her first fucking weekend with her dad and her sister and her stepmom on fucking Easter. What are we talking about right now, dude? And what, what was the deciding factor in my life being what it is right now today? Besides what it was two years ago, three years ago, when I was a drunk in a marriage that I fucking hated, in a life that I fucking hated, in a town that I fucking hated, say it with me, fucking hated, and I took a chance laying in a bed in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, going, all right, look, right now I have two options. I have three options. Option number one, I go home. I go back to Indiana to the person that I'm technically married to but have been told to fuck off for months. I can go back and do that and I'm probably going to end up either in jail for DUIs or I'm going to be dead from suicide. Option number two, while we're thinking of suicide, there's a cliff right outside your room. You walk a couple miles, you can be to a cliff. End it, yo. Fuck it all. Be done. Option number three. You go home, 
you find a buddy to to bunk up with for a little while and you get your shit together stop the fucking drinking get a fucking job figure shit out with your kid but stop with the bullshit that's option number three I said man get my shit together or fucking kill myself Uh. so that night I called my dad my father and I said dad look crying I'm bawling guys bawling I've thought about suicide so heavily for the past two weeks. My dad was silent. Didn't say a word. I said, Dad, I I just told you, like, I'm I'm thinking about killing myself here, and I don't want to say anything to my chain of command, because if I do, you know, I'll probably get sent home, and it's so close, it would probably end up causing me to stay here longer. I said, Dad, I have two options. I have three at the time. I had three options. I keep saying two. I had three options, and I said what they were. I could jump off this fucking cliff right now and be done. I could go home to my ex, you know, whatever. Or I can I can make a life. He said, bud, he said, I hate to tell you this. The hardest, the easiest thing you would do, the easiest thing would be to let your feet leave the rocks and jump. Take a dive off the cliff. That's the easiest. Second easiest to that would be go back to the life that you hate. That's relatively easy. All roads are going to lead to Rome, right? The hardest thing you'll ever do is option number three. Which is get your shit together. But not for your daughter. Not for your ex. Not for your mom or for your dad or anybody like that. Get your shit together for you. Because you don't fucking deserve this. Why wake up feeling like shit from drinking all the time to people being mad at you because you told another fucking lie or something or whatever. Go to a fucking job changing oil for a living. What what the fuck are you doing? Get it together. And it was the moment that I said, I have no fucking clue what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I made a promise in the jail cell that if you let me out of here, I'll start to do the right thing and I'll, I'll help change the world. You just tell me what to do. And so far, all this stuff has started to move and it started to grow. And But I stopped waiting for Joe Rogan to want to have me on. And I start thinking more about every single person who's listening right now. If this is touching your earwaves, your sonic sound waves or whatever, the fuck. I hope you know how much I love you. I hope you know how much I appreciate you. I hope you know that when times are getting tough in your guys' lives and I see them on Instagram, I genuinely feel for you, right? There's some of your behavior out there I absolutely cannot condone, right? I see you guys, right? You guys forget, there's a lot of people that listen to this show, right? I follow a good amount of you on Instagram, other social medias. I see the things you guys are doing. 
So I get emails from people, right? They go, well, my boyfriend's this and my boyfriend's that or my husband's this or my wife is this, my girlfriend's this, whatever. There's always something, right? My mother's a bitch, my somebody's something. I get those and then a week later, I see the person drinking, carrying on with said people because everything's good for the night because everybody's all fucked up. Hey, I'm going to tell you. A story I just told my wife last night. I had a friend in high school. Her and her mother would physically fucking fist fight on the floor. They would do they would be so cocaine out of their mind. You would walk in the door cuz that's where you would buy weed from. Um You would walk in the door and as soon as you walked in they had the the ugliest green fucking carpet you had ever seen in your life. Ugliest green carpet and like it looked like a 70s rundown fucking apartment, which is what it was. Nasty fucking green carpet. Grandma, there's a lady that everyone calls grandma, sitting in the corner. She's cool as fuck with you. She'll smoke weed with you and she'll give you a cigarette if you need one. Um, she'll show you where the beer is and whatever food is on the stove. They treat you like family. But then the curl and her mom would be rolling around on the floor fighting and shit because they were coked out of their fucking brains. <laughs> I don't remember why I started telling that story. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's true. True story. I'm sure we were talking about something with... Fuck, I don't know. Anyway, um, with all this, how long we've been recording here? There's no way we've only been recording for 10 minutes. See, that's the thing, guys. When you've got an amateur running too many things, um, this whole show will eventually fall screaming to a halt. Um, we got some exciting stuff coming up. Um, uh, I'm trying to go through some news. I want some current events. I want to do current events. I really apologize that I'm kind of ill-prepared, but like I said, I've been... Uh, guys, I've been so goddamn busy, and you guys are... You guys are now asking for a, for a vlog. Here's the thing. My my job is about to ease up a lot, which means that the content is about to go up, right? We're about to drop off a few sponsors. I, I'm not guaranteeing this yet because, obviously, people could always come and go, Hey, man, we want to. Let's renew. Fuck it. There's a few, I think, that are going to hold off for a while. So, therefore, I'll have, like, one or two. Quick sponsors. Very little expectations. Bing, bang, boom, done. That alone frees up so much time for me. Um, but that's... Let's have that conversation, right? Let's, let's, let's go with it. Let's have the thought. A year ago, I would have fucking killed to have a sponsor. I worked my fucking ass off. I grinded my fucking dick off. And I got people to sponsor this show. What is what is a sponsorship? People pay you money so that way this show can be available. Now, here's how that works. I don't see any of that money. That pays to host the hosting website. If you guys want to start your own podcast, this may help. Um, you have to pay, usually, to 
host a website or host a podcast on a hosting website, i.e. Podbean, um, SoundCloud is who I use. And you can do the free version. I think the free version of the plan got me to like, I don't know, episode 20-something, 30-something maybe, 35, I want to say. Well, I want to say at least 32 because 32 got taken down from SoundCloud. Um, So, yeah, or somewhere around there. And then I had to upgrade. I had to get a bigger package where it was unlimited download hours, stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, so I started very, very early. What the fuck was I talking about? I don't understand why I can't keep a fucking thought in my head. Distributing a podcast. Uh, yeah. And maybe just how it's grown. I don't I don't know. I honestly don't. I apologize that your boy's been such a space cadet. But here's the thing. I'm going to turn it around as I've done other things in my life. Switch it around and make it about you guys. I need you guys to write in. Right? It makes it so much easier. The numbers show me that there's people here. We've done this before. Last time I said, guys, the numbers are showing me that you guys are listening. Speak up. Come on. Contribute. You guys came flooding in with responses, and I loved it so much. Every now and again, I'm going to call on you guys because I'm going to need you. Right? I'm trying to give you everything that I can, every single thing I can. I, I, I promise you. When I tell you I'm going to have a, a new podcast for you Sunday night and Wednesday, God damn it, I try. I do my fucking best to, to bring it to you guys, right? That's what I was talking about. See? That's bring it full circle. Getting a sponsor, right? I thought that was going to be the coolest fucking thing in the world. So they pay for the hosting website, which is like 15 bucks a month, right? Then there's other things. There's like the subscription service. The, that I record this podcast on the audio subscription service that lets me edit and that's also good for my videos and soon again my vlogs um, that's about like 20 bucks a month so right there is $40 right so those sponsors are paying those funds they're, they're sending me free products which saves me money every month my, my CBD can be quite expensive if you use a lot of it right so it's stuff like that and you don't realize you're like, this is going to be a lot of work. But when you grind like that for a minute, when you just, I hate to quote Gary Vee for God's sakes, but when you do, you put your head down and you just fucking grind. You don't worry about what people are thinking about it. You don't worry about what people are saying. You're not taking in a lot of input. You've more come out of a place of isolation with a very determined plan of what you want for your life. When you can do that, life gets out of your way. I stopped being a victim, right, in that jail cell. It said, I'm done with this fucking shit. I'm done with it. I'm done having an inner bitch. So guys, I fight my inner bitch all the fucking time. Here it is again. What I forgot the first time. Why did I bring up my cholesterol? Because I know the things I'm supposed to be doing. So the fact, excuse me for the burp, by the way, if my mic is picking that up beautifully. I know what I'm supposed to be fucking doing. Get my fucking ass up and go to the gym. Why am I eating fucking 
McDonald's. I, even if I did just drive four and a half hours and pick up a three-year-old, doesn't mean shit. I can wait 15 minutes and go to Whole Foods and teach my daughter how to eat properly. I wasn't. I was fucking slacking. Slacking. And that was a... That was a... That was a tap. That was a little backhanded... From the universe. Hey, bitch. We got a job to do. What are you doing? Out here fucking eating Asian food seven days a week. Drinking Yerba Mates like you're gonna fucking die tomorrow. From all the goddamn caffeine. Here's an idea. You're a hypochondriac. Let's give you a bad lab result on your blood panel. Yeah, you're going to think you're having a fucking heart attack for about a week. Enjoy that. I want to be out here playing fucking games. You also said you want to change the world. How are you going to do that if you're fucking dead, moron? So, I say that as I sit here drinking a soda. I've been good today. I went to the gym yesterday. I'm back in it, guys. It's a full-on newbie. I'm in that thing where I'm like, I fuck it, I don't want to go to the gym. It's easy, easier to eat like shit. But I've been there before, dude. I, I, I can fucking do it. I can break it. It's going to be tough. But, you know. It all starts with no victim mentality. You're not a fucking victim to anything. You're not. Guys, nobody gives a fuck. They don't. I hate to tell you, but they really, 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 really don't. When when hard times fall upon you, yes, it's true. You find out who's really, really down for you. You find out who's who's going to put it all on the line and bet bet all black on you, right? Or however you play that one, where you, what is it, black, seven? And they spin the fucking ball and it falls in the black or the red one. But I guess when I went to fucking jail, and I'm sorry that I'm all over the fucking place. I probably smoked way too much CBD tonight. When I was in fucking jail, right, my wife didn't know. She wasn't my wife then. I think we were I don't even think we were engaged at that point. Didn't know where I was for like two or three days. I was in jail for about five and a half days. Didn't know where I was for about three of those days. All she knew is my truck was totaled and I was gone. Found out I was in jail. Hired the best lawyer in the city. Gets me an attorney. Finds a way. I communicated with her. Through a guy who had no legs, who was talking on the phone. I had him call down because I was in suicide watch. So I wasn't allowed to, like, get to a phone. So I had an in another inmate use his phone time to call my mom, to call my wife, and be like, Hey, fucking get me out of here, <laughs> you know? And I figure, okay, well, you know what? I got in touch with mom, so mom's going to start, you know, handling something. I, for some reason, I could not remember my wife's fucking phone number. I couldn't. I was like, he's like, I need a number, bro. We're going to lose the time. And I'm like, fuck it, da 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 And I, I, my mom's. I know my mom's. It hasn't changed really since I was a kid. So he goes, all right, bro, go ahead. Start yelling. And I had one shot. Mom, I'm in fucking jail. Call Nicole. Montgomery County. Call Nicole. Call her, call her, call her. 
and, it sh- and he puts his ear to the phone, and the guard starts going, hey, shut up, shut up. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I fucked it up. Dude goes, hi, bro. She says she talked to her. They know you're in there. Uh, they they going to come get you. All right, she love you. <laughs> I said, all right, man, tell her I love her, too. I'm sitting in jail, right? I'm like, oh, my God, they fucking know. I'm getting out of here, right? I'm getting out of here. Don't know when. So I had two days where I was like, oh, today's the day. My, my, they're going to get me out. They're going to get me out. Nothing. I'd go to sleep, wake up. Oh, hey, man, did you hear anything? No, still nothing. That fifth day. My lawyer walked in. They said, Williamson, get up. I had just gotten clothes, right? I think this is like day five. That morning, I had gotten clothes for the first time. So I get up and I, f- I finally leave myself for the first time in five days. For the first time. I walk down and they put me in a smaller room with a glass window. And there's my attorney. My attorney goes, hey, my name's, you know, I'll say it. I'm going to fuck Jeff Grimes. Shouts. Uh, my name's Jeff Grimes. I'm your attorney. We're going to get you out of here. We're going to put you in veterans treatment court. You'll be out by the afternoon. Give me a couple hours. I have to literally file this. Judge stamps it. It goes across the street. They fax it back over here. Don't know why you do it that way. That's how they do it. We're going to try to get you out of here by dinner time. I was like, ooh-wee. Fucking went back upstairs in a great mood, which was not not good because my roommate was looking at like seven to nine years in prison. He was a young kid. He was 18. He was wanted for like seven burglaries where one, he like tied a family up or something. Yeah, it was fucked. He was a nice kid. He just really, really bad path. Um, so, yeah, I'm coming back up in a good fucking mood. I'm like, you can have your bologna sandwich and shove it up your ass. All this. Feeling now. Because I'm going home, bitch. I've done this three times now. This exact feeling of fuck. Now, I've never gotten a 7 to 10, you know, threat in my face before. But I've been in some trouble like this before. Never as bad as this one. I got out, first thing my wife did was give me the biggest hug and said, I love you. We're going to figure this out no matter what. So I'm looking at seven to ten years in prison, Nicole. She said, I, I just told you. We're going to figure this out no matter what. I said, yo. Called Nicholas Sparks. Fucking hood story alert, right? The boy cleans his shit up. It's not a good story. No, nobody. Hey, it'll always be the best story in my book. And I, I realized the other day that's kind of what I'm doing, right? I'm kind of writing an audio book. You guys are going through the chapters of my life. And I'm trying to leave you some lessons along the way from all the times that I've fucked up. It's my road to redemption. I'm coming down the road to try to redeem myself for all the bad I've done. Sometimes it's going to be a fucked up story. Sometimes it's, you know, it's going to have more truth than I probably should. It's like, fuck, man. I mean, if you can't be real about who you are, then what's the point of going through shit? What's the, what's the point of it? Why go through something so hard, no matter how stupid it is, right? Some things are so dumb, and they're so self-inflicted. And we put ourselves in such crazy fucking situations. In life. 
And then we wonder sometimes why it's hard. Well, look at us. I mean, in general, we're a people. We're a people who, in general, like comfort. I'm talking about Americans. I know we have other countries that listen. Sorry, guys, not talking about you right now. You know, we're general people that like comfort. We don't really like to be in pain. Some of us have some weird fetishes and, and gym routines, but in general, we like air conditioning in the, in the summer and heat in the winter. And it's like, I don't know. As Americans, I think we've gotten so goddamn soft about things. I don't, I don't get... I, but again, I've never genuinely met a person who actually has these crazy beliefs that everything, the world is so crazy and everything is off, right? I don't personally know anybody. I don't. I think that most people are like, yeah, everything's kind of going alright. Right? Everything's okay. I believe... That if you always listen to that gut feeling that's inside of you, whether it was at the jail cell for me, or when I decided to kind of grow this thing, take on the sponsors and take on the work that I've been talking about, the whole thing that I've been trying to lead around to, is guys, if, if you want this thing of success on your own where you're not working a 9 to 5 job and you can create your own future you can be your own boss you can set your own times if you want to do that guys it comes with some some bumpy days and that's where I've been this week I've, we're on a bumpy road it is a bumpy road to redemption I've been off my mind's been a little foggy but we keep redeeming right we're here we're kind of in a we're kind of in a weird spot but we're getting it back. We're going to start taking the supplements again like we're supposed to. We're going to start getting it all back together again and uh, and pull this whole journey together. So as interesting as I'm sure this episode's going to be to listen back to, they're never usually as bad as I think they are when I listen back. But as interesting as I really feel this one's going to be, uh, I'm, I'm grateful that you guys listen. I'm grateful that you guys take this ride with me. It means the absolute fucking world. You guys are the best. Uh, just the things you, you make possible for my family, I can never thank you guys enough for. Um, the best thing you can do right now, share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with everybody who will listen. Um, every From every platform, whatever audio platform you listen to, the YouTube channel, the Instagram, flood it. I don't care. Uh, I'll talk to anybody for anything. And I'll try to give you the best advice I can. And I just, again, I really want to thank you guys. It means the world. And with that, I think we've probably been talking close to, probably close to an hour. So I'm going to wrap it up. I love you guys so much. And we will talk to you, uh, what's today? Today is Thursday, so we will talk to you on Sunday night. I love you guys. Mwah.